0: Welcome to another episode of the Giant Take Podcast. My name is Josh and I am joined by my friend and co-host Alex. We're here together today, not in person, not in person. I have to make that clear now, I guess, because, you know, we're, we are uh, we record our last two or a couple episodes in person together. Uh, we're together over the computer talking about a couple of things. This is going to be a short episode in comparison to our draft content. Uh but we do have an update this week. Uh we released an episode on Monday recapping the draft and now we have a couple of signings as well as rookie numbers and just exciting stuff overall. But first of all, it's super exciting to know how Alex's
1: personal life is going. So Alex, how are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> um you know, I was joking about this the other day. I don't think I've ever said anything besides I'm doing good on this uh on this podcast. So you know what I'm going to say today? I'm doing okay. I'm all right. Um Today's been a long day, Josh. You know, I'm going to be honest with the people. It's been a long day. It's almost 10 o'clock right now. I'm a little bit tired, but we've got stuff to cover. And we, we just, we're addicted to this podcast. We were like, well, maybe we'll take a break. We're not going to come record for, you know, maybe a week. maybe more. No, no, no. We're back in like four days, not even. We are back. And uh, I'm excited to talk about some of the stuff that happened. It'll be a relatively short episode, I think, because we don't have at that much to talk about. of course... That is jinxing it, and now I'm going to talk for 20 million hours. But uh, yeah, I'm doing okay today, Josh. That's my short, long answer.
0: Yeah, I'm doing all right too. I'm also tired. Uh, I-, I would say it's been a pretty long week. We've had, well, you haven't, but uh, I've had two AP tests this week. You have no AP test, do you? No, you do. You have one. You have one. That's stats, calculus, calculus, AB or BC. A B. A B, right. Cause B C so you have to take after A B.
1: Yeah, exactly. I don't know.
0: Yeah. I don't know if anyone has ever taken an A P test or is taking A P test. They're horrible. It's you sitting in a room for three to four hours taking an exam and it's terrible. And I had to do it back to back days, uh, what would it be, Tuesday and Wednesday? That was horrible. So it's definitely been a long week. Um, I don't know if you felt that too, Alex, but I definitely have with these tests. But we're here now towards the end of the week. I'm excited for the weekend. And I'm excited to talk about this Giants news, so let's hop right into it with the biggest story out of everything. And that being what happened today when we are recording on Thursday, defensive lineman Dexter Lawrence signing a four-year, $90 million contract extension. $60 million of those dollars, Arkea, is guaranteed money, and $22.5 million per year is how it breaks down. With this contract, Lawrence becomes the third highest paid defensive tackle in the NFL, and a player of note that he is compared to. It's the same type of deal as Deron Payne uh, gets in the NFL at this current moment. Dexter Lawrence, honestly, for only signing, I literally just closed out of the dock, uh, $22.5 million a year. I know Alex texted me around when the deal broke. Um, I was at practice, so I didn't see it until after. But yeah, I mean, I agree with what you said, Alex, or what you texted me, what you texted, I guess I could say. Uh, was that twenty two and a half million a year for Dexter Lawrence? Is honestly not as much as we both expected, and it's something the Giants maybe caught a break on because of the the um, what's the, the what's the word I'm thinking of the negotiation process of I'm sure you want to stay in New York, you have friends here, you've been here, you know since you were drafted. We have a good foundation we're building up here. You probably like Stable and Martindale, so it was probably. Things added on top of each other. We have this new DJ contract. We don't have much cap room. You know, so, you know, um, so fo- uh, so long and so forth, right, is I think what the people say. And uh, <laughs> that's, that's uh, my initial reactions. I see your mic unmuted, so I'm sure you have a couple as
1: well. Um, yeah, I mean, what I would say is I don't remember exactly what I said, of course, because I have no memory. But I believe a few episodes ago we were talking about this Dexter Lawrence contract. And I was saying it would be in the range of 23 to 25 million, I think is what I said. If someone remembers, they can fact check me. I'm probably wrong. uh, But I think that's what I said. So this comes in under what I thought it would be at 22.5. The guaranteed money is certainly high at 60 million, right? So that's two thirds of it is fully guaranteed, uh, which I think makes sense with a player, you know, that caliber as Dexter Lawrence. So he's going to be the joint third highest paid defensive tackle now. Um, going forward, it was basically an identical deal as De'Ron Payne, uh, the defensive tackle for the Washington commanders who I think, you know, Payne certainly has, I think a few more years of top quality production, but at, in terms of age, in terms of upside going forward, in terms of last year production, uh, Dexter Lawrence certainly tops that. So I think this is about fair. He's less than Jeffrey Simmons, obviously less than Aaron Donald, but, um, yeah, I think this ends up as a nice deal for the Giants you know, I don't want to call twenty-two and a half million team friendly, but it's relatively team friendly. Uh, he did not reset the market, which is kind of the main thing uh, that you don't really want to happen uh, when you're re-signing any player. I mean, you could say possibly that Daniel Jones reset the market for that, you know, above average QB tier would be my, you know, I guess way of saying it just like Lamar and uh, Jalen Hurts kind of set the bar for the top QB um i guess range and you know market i guess you can say i think daniel jones set the market uh for you know that that tier of quarterback i don't know what tier you know everyone's thinking of here but the daniel jones tier i think that makes uh pretty good sense but yeah i'm happy with this i think it's a good deal um 4 years probably can get out of it in 3 if you really wanted to but sexy dexy he's staying around and uh i'm i'm happy about that i'm excited and he's going to be a big piece On this defensive line, he should only get better um, with the years to come, and he's going to hit free agency right in his prime at 28 years old, so uh, it makes sense for him, makes sense for the Giants, it's a good deal all around.
0: Yeah, and you look at Lawrence's stats this year, uh, this past season is, I want to say, his best season stats-wise in his entire career, yeah, 100%.
1: Definitely his best season. I don't know about stats-wise, but definitely his best
0: season. No, yeah, it was both uh, categories. His most amount of tackles in his career was 68, 35 of them solo tackles, 7.5 sacks, which uh, is 5 more than the previous season, where he only had 2.5 in 2021, and 2 forced fumbles as well, which is a career high, 3 pass deflections too, uh, and and 3.5 stuffs as well. Wait, stuffs? STF? I assume that's what that means.
1: I don't even know. I'll look it up. <laughs> STF. Trying to think. Yeah, I mean, it makes sense. I don't know what it could be. Um. Uh, uh, yeah, stuffs. I was right. I
0: know my. St- I know my that. stuff. You, you look. Oh, oh my oh god! That that was oh such an oh. Alex a joke.
1: Oh my god! Um, I, that was a good joke. That's a really good joke. Was that was so hilarious. Funny. That was so funny. In com- I'm I'm
0: I'm changing the subject. In comparison to the commanders, Darren Payne, who is getting paid about the same amount of money, he had 64 tackles last season, 11 and a half sacks, 32 solo tackles, by the way. Uh, no forced fumbles, one uh, fumble recovered though. And I mean, if the stuffs thing is a is a thing that we're talking about, he had eight of those and five pass deflections. So seems like a little bit better uh stats wise that pat you know last season compared to dexter lawrence and him and dexter lawrence are getting paid the same amount of money however i gotta think Payne's a little bit older
1: right he's 25 yeah, yeah he's probably a year maybe not even 25 dexter lawrence is i'd have to assume it's also 25 yeah yep. we're not gonna look into depth into their birthdays so their exact <laughs> first months um but yeah they're similar age i think we can we can stick at that <laughs> We can continue talking about younger players as the
0: Giants re-signed Edge O'Shane Zimenez to a one-year deal. He had two sacks in 15 games. Uh, four of those started last season. And it's just to add-depth here. Uh, there's no, I would say, guarantee that he makes a 53-man roster. There was no guarantee last year that he was going to make the 53-man roster. When he played in-game last season, it, was one, it wasn't anything tremendous. It wasn't anything terrible. He isn't the best player that this team needs, I would say, uh, but definitely could be a good depth role. And we'll have to see how he does in training camp and in the preseason. You know, I think the really the way he can make its mark to stay on the team and on the roster another season is by those performances in training camp and preseason games when he comes in, because uh, that's going to be very pivotal for for guys like Zimenez who are kind of on the cusp of the 53-man roster now, which I think he places himself again in going into this 2023 season, Alex. I mean, do you agree? I would say he's kind of in the same place that he was last year with. There's no yeah. guarantee that he'll be on that roster come uh, September.
1: Yeah, I think he's borderline for sure. One thing I would say, right, is this edge group is really, really thin. Uh, besides the two starters, obviously, in Ojolari and Thibodeau, both had their injury troubles in the past, by the way, which I think is important to mention. You've got Jihad Ward, uh, who I think, you know, can do a job, but he's more of a guy who's going to set the edge rather than get after the quarterback. Um, and then you've got Ellerson Smith of uh, the third round, Pick, maybe fourth round pick from a few years ago now. Uh, Tomon Fox, who I think put in a nice, uh, you know, had a nice rookie season as an undrafted free agent out of North Carolina. Um, so I think he's another depth piece. And then you got Ximenez. So overall, I think the edge position is probably a spot where you're going to see a veteran come in, you know, either before or during training camp, along with that linebacker into your linebacker position. I think those are the two spots you're going to see. Um, maybe an addition, a free agent addition. Uh, besides that, I think pretty much all the other spots are pretty filled at this point in time. Maybe a safety as well, not sure. Um, but yeah, in terms of the spots that need depth right now, I think the edge position and the interior linebacker position are going to be the spots you're looking at. And I think Zemnez, he comes in, he gives you an option as a situational pass rusher, similar to a guy like Tomon Fox. Uh, you know, we saw with his production last year, Ellerson Smith, Uh, is really a curveball. We have no idea what's going to be coming with him, how he's going to perform, what he can be. We still don't know. Um, And then you kind of know what you're getting with Jihad Ward. Uh, So I think, you know, this definitely brings another dimension to the edge room that's going to be, I think, important going forward. And hopefully they bring in someone else as well to make sure that they have uh, proper competition in training camp. Uh, Moving on now to uh, another, um, I guess, Big piece on this Giants team Um, it's Andrew Thomas he's his fifth year option was picked up by the Giants Uh, funny enough it was like very close to the deadline Uh, I believe they picked it up the night of the deadline everyone was getting and no one was worried but I think people are like what's going on why are they not doing it yet Uh, and they did finally pick it up Uh, it's going to go 14.2 million is the fifth year option cost but uh, I don't think it's going to come to that point because he might even get extended this off season, and if not, uh, probably during the season uh, this year or in the next off season. So as much as that cap hit looks nice right now, I don't think that's going to be the cap hit once he gets his extension, which I think is probably next on the docket after Saquon Barkley um, on the Joe Shane contract pecking order.
0: Which at this very moment, we still believe that Saquon Barkley will eventually get a contract whether, however much that right, wait, I don't want to actually I don't want to speak for you because I don't know your personal opinion. My opinion is that I
1: think he's going to get a contract, yeah.
0: Yeah, I think he'll get an extension as well. So, we as we wait for that, we kind of just sit back and I think we we knew that Dexter Lawrence was going to come first. It was the easier negotiation between both his representative and the New York Giants and the front office and Joe Shane and etc. We knew that this was going to happen because both sides were in agreement and it seems like so far throughout the contract talks with Saquon Barkley whether it was midseason during that bye week period where the you know him and his agent said they were talking to the Giants something happened after the season him and his agents were talking to the Giants something happened they end up franchise tagging him after both sides don't reach an agreement because Saquon Barkley wants Christian McCaffrey's old money and Um, Saquon Barkley or the New York Giants, sorry, uh, wanted less than that. Didn't feel that he needed to, you know, felt that he needed to prove himself on the field before, uh, that happened.
1: Yes, Alex. What I would say is it's always easier for a negotiation to, you know, take place quickly when there's a benchmark with Dexter Lawrence, the, um, a pain deal just happened. The Jeffrey Simmons deal had just happened. So there wasn't really much room for negotiations, to be honest. It was pretty much set in stone about what range it was going to be in. That's why Daniel Jones was such a difficult and long process, that uh, resigning because of the fact that there was no really market for a quarterback at his level at that time. So uh, that that's something that's difficult. And then Saquon Barkley, it's a difficult situation because, yes, he has the talent of those top backs, but he doesn't have the consistency on the field. Um, in terms of being actually on the field uh, that some of those guys have. So that's also a very tough negotiation. The running back market also very, very difficult. So I think that's part of the reason why the Saquon Barkley deal is taking so long. All right. Well,
0: yeah, I mean, I guess we, we both talked about it. We don't have to continue on here. Uh, let's go to some changes in the Giants front office, more specifically the Giants scouting department. Uh, those changes being Marcus Cooper has been promoted to National Scout for the Southeast Area, or from uh, a Southeast Area Scout, excuse me. Blaze Bell, what a cool first name. That's a cool full name, honestly, Double B, uh, has been promoted to Area Scout from Bleesto Scout, if I'm correct there, Blesto
1: Scout. B-L-E-S-T-O Scout. I'm just going to read the letters. <laughs> well, I assume you probably say it. But yeah, that yeah. is the lettering. It's an acronym, uh, probably,
0: would be my yes. guess. Marquise <laughs> Pendleton has been switched from Pro Scout from Northeast Area Scout. And Justin Marcus promoted from B-L-E-S-T-O, or I'm just going to name Scout, from a scouting assistant position. So remember, these are all of Joe Shane's guys. I, I mean, I don't know, actually, specifically, I, I, didn't, I didn't research the scouting department when Dave Gettleman was the GM, and then when Joe Shane became... Um, the GM of the New York Giants so I assume they're newer players that carried along from Joe Shane's tenure with the Bills or just new guys that he picked up when he uh joined the Giants or they've been here for a long time I I honestly have no idea but they're getting promotions so congrats to those guys in the front office and in the scouting department and then this is pretty crazy I mean how many minutes are we in actually we're, we're only we're almost 20 minutes in so it's not super short but this is our final news on the uh on the outline today. The rookie numbers, uh something not super crazy, but we have them. Deontay Banks is number thirty-six, John Michael Schmidt 61, Jalen Hyde 84. Oh my gosh, and I'm I'm losing track of the first names here as we move into the fourth round. Oof. Um Eric Gray. Eric Gray, number twenty, Trey Hawkins, Trey Hawkins, number thirty-seven, Jordan Riley, number ninety-five, and uh, Trevarius Owens, I want to say it is. Number 31. Okay. Confirm yeah. the uh, first name of our final. Pick.
1: All right. While you do that, I'm going to talk. Usually I don't care about numbers whatsoever, but in this case, Treverius I think Trevarius Owens. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I hate Treverius them. Treverius. Banks. Banks at 36 sucks. He should be like 25 or something. I don't know who's 25. There's probably someone 25 right now, but a number in the 20s, he's a. He's a physical quick corner. like ew, thirty-six is disgusting. Sixty-one for Schmitz is fine, whatever. Hyatt at eighty four is gross. Number eleven is what he needs to be, or something in the teens. He's a speedy guy. 84. He's not like a contested catch receiver or a tight end. Like let's 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 change that number up. Gray at number twenty is fine. I think that's a good number. Hawkins thirty seven is fine as a backup DB. Riley at ninety five is good. Owens at 31, I think that's acceptable, but Banks and Hyatt, it's a tragedy what the Giants are doing to them.
0: Yeah, it's just crazy. You normally aren't a number person at all, actually, Alex. I'm
1: very surprised. I don't care, but today I care. I care deeply today.
0: (laughs) Today you're on demon time, as some would say. Uh, But Alex, we appreciate your input on the Giants' numbers, although it'll mean nothing to uh, probably anyone else besides you, and, and maybe our listeners could very well agree, but I'm glad you're able to use this platform to get your opinions and thoughts out on your mind. You should tweet that out too. I'm, I think the Twitter crowd might uh, have some responses to that, whether they're positive or negative.
1: Hmm. Well, I'll see. You know, I, I don't whip out Twitter often. You know this, Josh, it's very difficult for me. <laughs> uh, we thank
0: you for listening to this kind of filled episode of the giant take podcast at the end of the week here. You can subscribe to it on Apple podcast, Spotify, or wherever you listen, Shipstudios.com studios.com slash giant take. And um, yeah, all the stuff, you know, is going to be in our description. I'm not going to go through it all because it's a shorter one. So, I'm just going to say we appreciate you for listening if you're continuing to listen after the NFL draft. Thank you for being here. We are going to still create content. I know it's crazy because after the draft for some reason all of the NFL and football fans and Giants fans just go blank and they don't know what to do with themselves and they, you know, are following other sports like baseball or, you know, there's not like all this constant news traveling 24 7 it just seems like after the drafts it all shuts down until july and august but don't worry we will be here uh you know if you want to stay and stay and stick around with us we're gonna have content every other week if not every every week if not every other week and um yeah we we recommend you just keep on sailing away in the ship with us okay alex go ahead and wrap this one up
1: sailing away in the ship i've not heard that one before from you Um, Thank you, everyone, for listening to today's episode of the Giant Take Podcast, uh, and we'll see you next time. Um, Looking forward, I believe it's only a week from today that schedule comes out, so that'll be exciting, too, uh, and we'll see you next time. Peace.